Welcome to The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. Today we're talking about Season 10, Episode 5, titled What It Always Is. Uh, Aaron, what'd you think of this episode? I thought this episode was pretty good. Um, I started getting nervous because I'm like, boy, I just hate Magna. I really kind of can't, I can't oh, stand Magna. She's, she's the fucking worst. But then like halfway through the episode, the show re- let me know that it knows that Magna is the worst. Everyone is going to tell her that she's the worst. Can I and tell her? That's cool. I want to tell her. Yeah. I mean, right on the podcast. Uh, Can I tell Daryl that he shouldn't be uh, protecting the worst? <sighs> I mean, you got to cover for family, I guess. He's got and a family. He's got a, a big yeah. old family. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, but, but I, at least the show is acknowledging the fact the fact that she is kind of the worst and had multiple people call her out, which um, and I yeah, I was a little disappointed because I thought that Connie had written on her message. We have to tell everyone about this. Oh, and I'm like, oh, OK, cool. But then it's like, oh, there's a secret. And I like that a little bit less. But um, I got a, I got a hot new theory about Eugene and his radioactive uh, uh, satellite components that don't doesn't involve fat boys or. Fat mans or little boys. Um, Does it involve nut tapping? (laughs) Can he can he get to gather some components, put them maybe on his knuckles and just get a good tap in? It's a nuclear powered nut tapping machine. Yes. It's like it's like he's going to he's going to power Aaron's double Aaron steel arm (laughs) to make the the nut tapping apocalypse that that Negan apparently seeks. NASA Uh, is going to win him back to Alexandria because he's on the outs right now. Uh, well, I guess it wasn't NASA. This was a Russian satellite, right? The Russians had some patented nut tapping technology that they sent up in their satellites. Yeah, for safekeeping. Yeah, yeah. that's how that's why it went bankrupt. Like mm-hmm. uh, they they went all Spit in on the nut on. tap race and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> couldn't feed their people. Yep. Uh, what I, I so I I really liked that. I liked the uh, Negan's little arc he went on with the insane you know savior groupie. Uh, I fucking hate this guy. There, I'm so angry at all the characters this week. I, I yeah. am trying to look past that and say, okay, well, that's how they want me to feel. They want me to hate this fucking uh, fanboy, Negan fanboy, and I do. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, do I. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, I don't want to get too caught up in like, God, what terrible characters they're writing here. But they're writing some really annoying, shitty characters intentionally, I think. But they're dealing with him like that guy was decisively yeah. dealt with Brandon. I, I actually wrote his name down because I thought, oh, this is going to be a guy whose figures large in the next few weeks. Nope. No, no. Uh, not really. Thank goodness. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I actually thought it was I thought this is a, a pretty, pretty good episode. What do you think? I'm glad I watched it twice because the first time I watched it, I thought it was sloppy. Um, there are some things where like. There's what I thought were continuity issues and might still be. I'm not sure. Um like there's, you know, the scene where Kelly passes out in the woods, she passes out against a rock and the walker comes up with, you know, its hand and like puts it on her shoulder or her head or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we cut away and when, next time we see her, she's leaned up against a tree and I'm like, is that a continuity error? Uh, she's also not dead, which feels like a continuity error, but I, this is why I'm no, giving him the I benefit think... of the doubt and saying, well, she fought off this walker and then yeah. ended up against a tree, but I don't know how, cause she's in such rough shape. Um, 
and, and then how, like, I think that's how she got into the rough shape. She like you have to understand she like fought wave after wave of zombies until exhaustion took her or something. But I, I feel like I can oh, fill she, in those. I can fill yeah. in those details for sure. Yeah, the, the first time I watched it, I was so annoyed by fucking uh, fanboy Brandon uh, and then what I thought were continuity errors. I was I was riled up. Second time through, I'm like, okay, I'm seeing what they're doing. It's fine. I shouldn't get so worked up. Um, I, I still am very angry at Magna and I'm angry at Daryl for defending Magna. Um, and I think that's kind of shitty. I, I'm, I, I don't know. I guess this is an okay episode. It's just, it makes me angry and I don't yeah. want to like it because of that. Yeah. But on the other hand, like it make, I, I mean, well, maybe we should talk about it when we get there, but I think there's a lot of compelling reasons why Daryl would do that. And the, the episode cited sure. them. It's his name is Merle. Like Daryl has covered yeah. for a lot of shit for his family that maybe he was wrong to do so. But like, would the group have been better if they'd cast Daryl out for, you know, trying to do that? Um, I, I don't think so. Uh, shit, they're going to get a spinoff off of him. Like, wh- wh- where would they be if they had done that? So no, but you could cast uh, Merle out. You could cast Merle out yeah. like he cast Magna out. And you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I, I think that um, asking the group to do that right off the bat. But yeah, Magna's yeah. the fucking worst. We'll, we'll be talking a lot about that. Yeah. She might she might have lost her name. She might be back to shitty prison tat. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, they do a little bit to try and sympathize her this episode, like telling us her backstory and how didn't work. She met Yumiko. No, it was in the context of a much shittier thing that she's done. I'm super sympathetic for you murdering a, yeah. a child predator. Uh, sure. But what have these people done to deserve you taking a quarter of their medical supplies? It's, that's insane, dude. Like, like this isn't you squirreling away a, like a weekend kit so you can get like, you know, get, get on the road a week until you're on your feet. This is yeah. like you're bringing this, these communities is... to their knees. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah wild well maybe i don't know are we ready to get into the discussion of the episode proper yeah i suppose so uh before we do that let's take a little break yeah all right we're back uh we start off with kelly roaming the woods alone testing her failing hearing uh the ring in her ears makes her head all fuzzy but she manages to kill a boar she's of course then snuck up by on by some walkers who almost eat her and they do eat her kill and then she runs from him, ends up falling into a ravine, ravine, injuring herself. And there's a cliffhanger as a walker approaches her, stretches out its dirty, dead hand to grab her. I mean, I think they do this. I got a lot to say about this. I think they do this. Um, being deaf in the world of The Walking Dead has got to be extra terrifying. Yeah. You know, it's a superpower and all that. But like, it's one thing for Connie, who has fully come into her powers and has a lot of coping mechanisms and stuff. But someone like Kelly, her sister, who's made more new to this world. Now, you'll recall that I had a problem with like, what is this late onset adult deafness? I've never heard of this literally before, like especially if it's congenital because it's to two sisters. Mm-hmm. And as far as I can tell, this is not a thing. But what is a thing is the actual actor that plays Kelly. Um, gosh, she's got a very distinctive name and I've just come completely fucking forgot it. Oh, it's yeah. It's like something theory. Her name is something theory. Angel theory. theory. Angel theory. Thank you. I guess got in a, a, a car accident or had some kind of traumatic head injury a few years back that robbed her of all of her hearing in one of her ears and whatever nerve damage she had because of that. It's progressive to where she was able to get by with um, hearing aids. But like since she's joined the walking dead, it's progressed and she's rapidly losing hearing in her other ear. 
Hmm. So I think they're bending the or or maybe the deal is both these sisters were in a car wreck at the same time. Connie lost all of her like, you know, or whatever traumatic thing happened to them. Uh, she lost her hearing right away and Kelly's has been more, but like this can happen to adults because of some kind of trauma, viral infection, several different things. I don't think it's a congenital thing, but it could be, you know, so I'm, I, especially now that they're, um, I guess the actor is going through a lot of, you know, adjustments because she was getting by and hearing, um, uh, AIDS and now that's not working. And I guess the cast and crew are like investing into learning sign language and it's like really you know this is pretty tight net crew and this is like making them even tighter knit it's all very sweet and i'm i support them writing it into the show and like i'm I'm glad i looked it up because there was pretty good answers for it i was gonna say how did you come across this information did you risk spoilers for this morsel I, no i what i did is i searched for like sudden on i said search for like late onset adult deafness and like literally one of the first 10 results was an interview with this actor about the situation. <laughs> wow. Um, because Lucky. I, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was also, it was written like in, uh, I, I noticed that it was written during the first episode of this season when they first addressed it. So I felt mm-hmm. comfortable with like, you know, reading the whole interview. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Good call though. I was, it was, it was high risk. I didn't, I didn't think so. I wasn't expecting the walking dead to be the one of the top results, but sure. there you go. Uh, yeah. I, I like this boar. Is this boar animatronic? You think it's definitely I not a real boar. No. Well, you, well, you can't get a real boar to like lay on the ground and pant and squeal softly. No, no. I mean, boar, I saw a bay pig in a the city. They got, are, they got those pigs that do a lot of shit. Those are pigs, not boars. Boars are wild, man. <laughs> boars will <laughs> run you through with their tusks. What if I told you the only difference between a domestic pig and a wild boar is like two or three generations running wild? I don't want to hear it. (laughs) I've got an idea in my mind based on their being called wild boars. Mm. I've Mm. I've seen Lion King, man. I know all about boars. It's true. It's true. The warthogs. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, So Negan's on the run. He's drinking out of the river when a no name survivor kid until later. He doesn't. I don't think he says his name here. Uh, approaches him from behind, gives him a canteen, and the kid is definitely a Negan fanboy. Yeah. Immediately. Groupie. Immediately. It's it's crazy how intense and immediate my disdain for this kid is. Does it make sense, though? Like, if you... Your dad was a big savior and you looked up to him like we 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 recorded yesterday and I don't know when this podcast is going to come out because we recorded for juice in the can. But we recorded the road to perdition, which is all about a young boy who thinks his dad is like this heroic figure and comes to grips with the fact that actually he's a bad dude. Um, it seems like it would be reasonable if this kid was like 11 years old, 12 years old. His dad's a, a savior soldier and, you know, he's clear. Uh, and he makes it seem very glamorous and cool and like what they're doing is like, yeah, it might seem bad, but you know, we're actually protecting the community, all that kind of stuff. Rick comes, kills your father, humiliates Negan, takes you. And now suddenly you're in this Alexander stuff. They seem like they all have their sticks up their ass. Like for you to kind of pine for those glory days, it's been like five years and it's you and Negan's been in prison this whole time until very lately. And as soon as he gets a little bit of freedom, he goes and dashes off. Like, he is very annoying and he's well, very stupid. He's likely a yeah. psycho, but like, I felt like it was fairly plausible. You, you, oh, could, for sure. you could have somebody like that, especially if you're 
your kid seems to be a little bit on a psycho scale anyway. You know, might be pulling the wings off flies, might be wet in the bed, might be setting furniture on fire. You know, just all, all the classic. Oh, wow. You know, murdering a, a child pit. and a mother. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was he one of those fuckers? No, but I mean, that's okay. just as as insane as, as yeah. this kid. All, all the teen, not, not many of the teenagers are good looks on this show, unfortunately. No. No, they're not. Uh, the the ones that were are teenagers. dead now. Like Enid was yeah. was good. Uh, yeah, did, was Fist Carl. Bump a teenager when we found her? I don't know. Nah, I think she was a young a woman, but a little bit older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Henry, of course. Oh, not all a good of the look. young princes in the royal family. Bad, bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So the hilltop continues their hasty repairs on the busted wall with Eugene coordinating. Boston Rob wants to use some of the wood that they have to make weapons, but Yumiko says, not a great idea right now. We'll get to it. Uh, The blacksmith is pissed that they're not retaliating against Alpha, and people are stealing things from the community stockpiles, uh, which Magna was supposed to be guarding. And when Yumiko brings it up, she just blows her off. Yeah, my notes say, okay, I hate Magna now uh, because just her whole fucking affect. It's not just that she's doing (laughs) shitty things, but she is not even having a death. The not even showing her sister the respect of acting like or or her lover, the respect of acting like she feels bad or she needs to even hide it. It's just one giant, not even resting bitch face, active bitch face. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's unfortunate because I was. I've warmed up to all the newcomers except for Magna and goddamn, it's going to be a long road to getting back to good with her being such a shit. Yeah. I mean, she's doing um, her best to keep everybody at a distance. I, I don't know. It, it's weird that they would be lovers. I guess if she has this opinion of how Yumiko views her like, Oh, yeah. I've known it for you know 13 years ago since the first time you met me. It's that look. I'm like, Really? Because you were sleeping together last night. Is it just a uh-huh. thing of convenience here? What? Because there are a lot of people around you can sleep with now if that's what you want. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about Eugene's zero waste program. Uh-huh. Look, man, I've seen where you live. Trees are not in short supply. You don't have to worry about global warming anymore. Global warming is not going to be a problem with 98% of the world's population dead. The forests are going to refor what is this? You have to use every part of the tree except for the wind (laughs) rustling through its leaves. Like Jesus. Yeah. Like, in fact, I can make an argument that you might want to clear every tree within a mile of hilltop. And it seems like it's on a hilltop. Right. But, but there's still like where, why was there a healthy tree within falling over onto the wall distance? Like, yeah, there's still a lot of trees. It looks like they've been when they do deforest, they've been doing it from right around the walls, which is nice um, and smart, but they need to do it a little faster. Increase those, especially if you want to use catapults, increase those sight lines, tear down every tree rooting, you know, like there's no ints in this world. Just, just do it. The the forest of North America is going to be fine. I promise. Uh, So that was dumb. Uh, Boston Rob wanting to build weapons. I, I actually, I really hope we get catapults and trebuchets. Yeah. By the way, we we talked about this pre podcast, but why the fuck would anyone build a catapult when you've got the, the superior siege technology that's been invented? Trebuchets, like, well, for their I, maybe size, they don't have an example the, of a trebuchet. He just knows that it's the the mechanism is too complex for uh, the blacksmith. I would buy that. Yeah, the blacksmith, he's he's got, uh, you know, a, a, um, a catapult example uh, that he saw in a book. But trebuchet, I don't yeah. know. 
uh that that might be a problem but uh i i don't know i thought that was kind of i i want to see trebuchets not catapults god damn it walking dead read some read some medieval history <laughs> sure um with you also i I'm not a pro. I don't have a problem with like these black, the blacksmith being like hardline against the whispers. I mean, they put his wife's head on a pike. Anyone mm-hmm. that's is, is intimately connected with someone whose head's on a pike. You're I, you, I, I'm not going to fight the fact that you want to go to war. Um, it's kind of interesting that Boston Rob is not there, even though as they point out in his episode, you know, him and Enid had that relationship and he's got every right to be, but he's yeah. trying to be a little bit more pragmatic. Um, and also like, Miko's interesting that like, you know, uh, she seems to be like stepping into that leadership vacuum because Boston Rob wants to build weapons. She's like, not a good look when half the kingdom still living in tents, which which yeah. is which is true. So. Seem like uh, Zeke just sort of, you know, is uh, the absent king here, absentee king. And so Yumiko's stepping in to fill the void. Somebody's got to do it. Like Boston Rob yeah, says. She seems like she's got a good head on her shoulders. And mm-hmm. if she can navigate this fucking shitty prison tat situation she's got then uh we might be we might we might be good I'd yeah be good to go it's gonna be interesting when she's got to kick magna out of the community for the shit she's been pulling or at mm-hmm. least when she has to make that choice you know or and you know i don't even think like here's the thing uh i don't think you kick magna out but you do maybe put her in the root cellar situation they got not over guarding, but like lock her up. Like they have oh, prisons okay. now. Sure. You know, and, hey, and you, they're you down stole one from prisoner. the community. <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 you're down one prisoner. You stole mm-hmm. from the community. That's, you know, 60 days in jail and yeah. we'll let you out. And next time it's going to be worse. And maybe third, third strike, you banish a person. But banishing is almost a death sentence, a certain death sentence. So, yeah, I, they don't have to go that extreme, but. Michonne is know. very much on the Eugene uh, idea of using every part of the Alexandria. And that prison is just a wasted part at the moment. So get somebody in there. Get either Eugene. Get, with, I'll take a Eugene in prison or I'll take a Magna in prison. That's the problem with private, private, private prisons, man. You build them, them. And when they're empty, it seems like a waste. Hey, you know, uh, yeah. spitting on the sidewalks. Now a <laughs> an imprisoned, imprisonable offenses. For sure. Going to make all the old world mistakes. Uh, the records are back. I don't know if you noticed that. We we were wondering like what happened. Uh, who who was playing the records now? Well, they're still there. Yep, she's playing the feeling sorry for myself, even though I've caused all my problems. Sad girl anthem, whatever that that I didn't recognize the tune, didn't care to write it down. But uh, I've definitely yeah, heard it the, before. But yeah, I don't know what it is. They got the phonograph spun up again. All right, so Daryl and Sadiq return from searching for Negan. They didn't find him. Uh, Zeke wants Sadiq to help in the infirmary, and he agrees to. Uh, Zeke does not want to hear Daryl's report about Carol, even though he kind of, I think, asked for it earlier. He's changed his mind. And another group returns, but Kelly isn't with him, and Connie gets worried. And we're all worried because Ezekiel is coughing. Ezekiel's coughing. We know what that means, and... I was so sure I was thinking, well, we'll probably find out about what this is, what's happening with this like uh, next half season. But right. no, this is the new Walking Dead. They're just going to fucking address it right now. Thankfully, like yeah. they, they know that we know, right? They know that they're yeah. they're leading into a trope here and that they can't keep yeah. this trope going for the next four episodes or whatever. 
But a lot of like, I feel like a lot of shows don't. I'm watching the Queen's Gambit and they they did some flirtation with like coughs and a couple episodes of what it means. Yep. And yeah, I thought they would do the cough and then the progressive cough of him, you know, coughing up blood and like mm-hmm. making sure no one sees it. But nah, fuck it. We're going to we, we know exactly what's happening here. Yeah. Uh, the kid, is, Brandon, is fanboying all over Negan, asking him to tell stories. He wants to hear about killing Carl. Uh, but Negan sets him straight, says he never kill a kid. And they get attacked by a lone walker. Negan takes its head off with barbed wire, which is pretty sweet. And then even sweeter when he stops it. That's, that's a really good kill. Uh, they, they, the, the kid makes him a new Lucille and produces also a leather jacket. I think it's actually his leather jacket. It's it not is Lucille. His leather jacket. I don't think it's Lucille. Yeah, because he, he wraps that bat in barbed wire, but it is his jacket. Uh, Negan turns us down by saying he doesn't want to be recognized. Yeah, I I thought that was pretty clever because um, this kid thinks that Negan can handle. He kind of wants to see him be badass. So when he's like, yeah. I was wrapping your gift, I was like, oh, my God. But then he lifts it and he's wrapping a barbed wire. And I'm like, oh, the barbed wire. I'm like, oh, this is actually yeah. kind of cool. Because uh-huh. <laughs> we've talked about like the last time Negan busted out, we thought like he's going to pay visit that tree, grab fucking Lucille and and be back in business. Yeah. Um, I will say. I got my eye on you, Walking Dead. You just because you got Connie and Kelly running around in the woods getting surprised by zombies. Ne- ne- neither Negan nor this kid are deaf. This mm-hmm. fucking stealth zombie shit. I thought we put this behind us in season eight. OK, yeah, you, you had a long run of not doing that shit. You, there's there's tons of situations you could have staged where Negan could plausibly be surprised by a zombie. Not in the middle of fucking woods, man. <laughs> So yeah, I want to say knock it off. What time of year is this? Is it spring? It's spring, spring, okay. early summer. All right, cool. At least it's not fall because they've done this season? in the is fall that, before. Is that stealth zombie season? Oh, you're going to go with like yeah, the, the like leaves, rustling, the rustling yeah, leaves, crunching yeah. leaves. Like you can't a zombie can't sneak up on you in fall. It's not possible. Yeah. Um, no, no. But spring, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe. Those are soggy leaves, not crunching, right? Um. Yeah, that that zombie kill. It's not the coolest kill in the episode by my estimation either. Um, it was it was, it was good when you know he he pulls the barbed wire and pulls his head off, but it was yeah. even better. Like the thing that takes it takes it over the top is the stomp. Uh, Especially since you can see the zombie still quote unquote alive, uh-huh. like it's like just half a head and it's upside down. And the eyes are kind of moving around, and yeah, you got the follow up stomp. It's pretty sweet. Uh. Yeah, I want. Hmm. I wonder. I wonder what they're gonna do with that. Does it make any sense to fire zombie, like still alive zombie heads, at the whispers? Probably not with catapults. I mean, why wouldn't you? Like, if you're in an all-out war situation for your survival, I argue that there is no Geneva con- convention. Oh, so, like, I think no, that I would don't be. Care about that. Yeah, like I, just I, saying, I think that that's the only reason. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't it be? Or, or like, do the run back to Negan strategy? Uh, cover your arrows and your marbles and zombie guts, and uh, you know, even if you just scratch a whisper, you you knock them out. And there's not that many of them. Yeah, that's true. So, all right, uh, Aaron is practicing his sword skills alone in the woods, and he sees Gamma killing walkers. That's the whole scene. I thought 
man, there's some cool stuff here. Number number one, when did Aaron? When did why can I can't call this guy? When did Double A Ron? Hmm. When did he get that sweet ass sword? That's some castle sword know. steel he's rocking. Yeah, like this is a step up from the spears. Like he's looking fucking <laughs> badass. I like it. I like it a lot. From Ezekiel's personal collection, I don't know. Maybe like that's a, just a sweet, clean kind of hero sword he's he's wielding. Mm-hmm. Um. I love the shot of the spider on the web that like, you know, they they smash zoom on, which made me think that he was going into a trap. And maybe he is. It sounds like he is. There is a little bit of, you know, come into my parlor, said the spider to the fly uh, with his gamma relationship um, that's that's being forged. But um, I really like it. It's like uh, probably something they showed up that day and like, hey, look at a sweet spider web. Let's get this shot. Um, But it, it really paid off. I thought it was very cool. Mm-hmm. And also they're revealing this kind of slick strategy of the whisperers where uh, we debated about whether they're behind the tree. You know, the blacksmith drops some knowledge a little bit later in the episode that makes it seem unlikely that 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 would have been a natural occurrence. And now we see them damming up their water supply, poisoning others. Yeah. Um, this guerrilla warfare that they're they're employing against them is. Uh, I don't think it's going to do what Alpha wants. But if Alpha was had like an actual viable alternative um, kind of lifestyle, I think it would be effective at fracturing their community and putting a lot of stress on it. Yeah, uh, for sure. I'm I'm happy to see them make that explicit that it is Alpha doing all these things. And now we kind of know the stakes here. Um, yeah. With the falling trees. And and I can't tell if they're trying to like taint the water as well in this Creek because they cut the Walker open. Right. Oh, and for I, sure. Yeah. There's, there's not a lot of reason to cut a Walker open unless you're trying to taint the water. Oh, they're definitely like, I, th- I think that's part of the stride. Like they're damming. I think they're damming a lot of the creeks up to dry up the water supply. So they have to rely on this one because there's a balance between yeah. they don't want to sacrifice their guardians versus. So they're damming some creeks up, polluting the, the one they leave remaining and trying to get these people sick and infected. Yeah. Uh, pretty diabolical. Sure. Uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. It's a good plan. Uh so fan fanboy Negan Jr. is rating Walker hotness. Uh Negan hears screams, he runs off to see what's happening. He breaks his knife off in a Walker skull, but immediately finds another and saves the screaming people. Why did they have him break his knife here? There was an earlier conversation about the kid apologizing for having such shitty gear. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sorry about the dodgy knife. And like, I think this was just to make sure that you knew that Negan was getting annoyed with this kid. But I don't. And, and maybe so like you'd have a, a plausible reason for him to, you know, just just gorily kill a zombie instead of just giving it to stick. Well, um, he immediately. Yeah, he immediately finds another, which is the weird thing. I thought I thought he st- stuck to like broken blade into the zombie um, is is what I thought that that, that happened with that broken knife. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I thought he found another knife in the bus seat or whatever. But, it could be. Eh, regardless. Uh, yeah, it's probably just to show you that this kid is fucking up uh, and probably will get them both killed eventually. Mm hmm. You know, it's funny because like we've we've joked about this and walking dead past the whole like in the zombie apocalypse, the number of people who fucked a zombie is not zero. Mm-hmm. And they kind of imply that maybe the saviors got around to some zombie fucking. Oh, this kid has. Yeah. This, yeah. Like, 
I don't. Are, are there any sevens that roam the land anymore? <laughs> like they're all zeros, in my opinion. But I, that's what I I'm mean, saying. Yeah, it's like like that's pretty high. Like and like Negan. I love Negan's. Like first of yeah. all, I don't know. If we ever got around to rating zombies. And second of all, she's a three at best. Like yeah. I, I I like I like Negan getting to be a little bit more Negan than he usually does this this episode. Um, I just uh, what what brings you to that point? Like where you're rating zombie hotness because it's not like there is a shortness of very attractive people alive still for him to potentially a, hook have, up with. It's like really okay. I, I bet a guy like Brandon really has a hard time sealing a deal with girls. I, I bet he does. I bet he does. He's just fucking creepy and weird. Yeah, and that's it's pasty, that's a creepy problem. ass face. Now, if Negan had the time and patience to take this kid under his wing for a year or two and straighten him out and teach him a couple of graces and some charm and, you know, basic things like, hey, don't rape and kill people, that might be. I don't think he's a hopeless cause, but he's pretty hopeless right now. Uh, Yeah. I mean, he's following in the footsteps of a guy who had to force his wives to be his wives. So, yeah, he's probably not great with the ladies. Yeah, and that's it's like you can tell there's a little bit of that to all these interactions mm-hmm. where like I don't know they're telling this story that Negan kind of lost himself, and I I understand that some of the bonus episodes deal with Negan and his wife Lucille. They they allude to her this 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 uh, this episode, um, yeah. but it is it's that's one of the things I think you and I have talked about. Like it's really hard to. And they've given him six, seven years to kind of mellow on it. But like it's it that's that's a huge character arc that he's been on from someone who used to be, I guess, a decent guy to mm-hmm. someone who has got like, you know, everyone's wife set up as a big rotating concubine situation to you're killing and murdering innocent people to now you've been talked back into the idea that civilization might be the way to go. And that people are a resource, but not like to be exploited and used, but to be supported and 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 nurtured and, um, yeah. But like, I'm I'm really curious to see because because the thing is, what this kid doesn't know about Negan is Negan had the option to go back to being Negan last year, and yeah. he he's he's realized what a hollow experience that is. Mm-hmm. Like Carl started him on that path of realizing that like maybe there are some you you could raise a good person in this world. Um, and that's what's so tragic about this episode. You know, he started to try to bond like this kid and, and saw clearly saw this kid as another Carl and this motherfucker took him from him. So. Yeah, I think uh, that's great. It's very interesting. I think what's great in this scene is the Walker kill uh, zombie, zombie kill of the week. We haven't done that in ages, but zombie kill of the week for me is the head smashing in the door because they don't like stop after the head smash is open they smash it like three more times yeah so like i don't know where you're at because like i thought that the 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 barbed wire pulling the dome off stomp was cooler because okay. it was a little i've never seen it before you know someone yeah, yeah. just rip a zombie head off and then smash the still quote-unquote living head uh, but this was the more gory one. So exactly. I guess it's like, That's yeah, why I like it. So yeah. do you prize gore over uniqueness? Because I, I have do. seen a, a, a people smash zombies heads and doors a time or two in the show. Never oh, seen sure. someone pull pull off a zombie head with barbed wire uh, with the follow up stomp. Yeah, it was classic good. Negan, though. Classic, classic Negan. And that God, this is maybe the most annoying character that The Walking Dead has written in a very long time. 
Can I, I ask you something? Eugene maybe was the last time I was annoyed as annoyed at a character introduction. Well, we also got Magna throwing her fucking shitty tat into the ring. But uh, yeah, she's trying. Do you think maybe this could be a little commentary on portions of the fan base, perhaps I, that do a yeah. little bit of Negan worship and maybe have been like, I, I think that the, I remember reading some people being bummed out about Negan being civilized and like this being kind of like, hmm. You know, I mean, there's people when we were covering Breaking Bad, there's people that were like ride or die Walter right to the end. And like if if that show can imagine that show continued on and Walt and Walt dies and it's the just like and there's still a portion of fan base that was like, yeah, fucking Walt Walter White didn't do any never did anything wrong. Like the producers <laughs> might be like, you know what? You know what? We're gonna have Jesse meet one of you fucks and beat the piss out of you. I, I almost think that yeah. there's a little bit of that. Like, look how cringy this shit is. Like, even Negan rejects your 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 dumbass. You know? I mean, he I, I don't know. very literally kills like the last vestiges of his old self in this. Right. Yeah. Like, and he's a fan. They make he's no bones Negan. about it. He's shouting, I am Negan. And he gets his head bashed in. So he's a Negan fanboy, And Negan himself kills. I, I almost wonder yeah. if there's like they're like, you know what? We can indulge ourselves an episode of just kind of like rejecting that. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's uh, that's probably warranted. Yeah. So we go to Daryl trying to cheer up a worried Connie, but the story about saving Merle's life and it works. And then Daryl's dog finds the area where Kelly was and Magna catches up to him. But there's still no sign of Kelly. But it's also it, it's it's all that. But it's all the story is also about like your family fucking up and being stupid and still loving him and trying to save him, which I think feeds into his acquiescence with Connie's plan to like, you know, let, let Magna fly under the radar. But yeah, there's a fine line between, you know, covering for your family and enabling them in destructive behavior. And yeah, it's a a tough line to figure out, not just self-destructive, but destructive to the rest of your family. Right? Like, sure. That's the thing here. Like he's got two families at this point, one of which is like part of that new family is trying to incorporate themselves with the old family, the existing family, Mm -hmm. except for one of them is being an asshole. So what do you do? I don't know, Daryl. Good question. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is like Daryl did cover for Merle in the season one. And then when they got reunited back in the governor arc, like I think Daryl, well, I can't. I I thought that there was some some lines in there about Daryl trying to reconnect with his brother. Certainly, his brother reconnect with him, and I think that was something that Daryl had to like really fight and reject in the end, realizing that Daryl would never yes. change or um, Merle would never change. But even after all the bullshit, you know, he was still wanting to give his brother a, a more chance. It still clearly has a lot of affection for him. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably wishes that 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 could have gone a different way. So, yeah. You know, those connections die hard for sure. Die hard, run deep, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Blood thicker than et cetera. All right. Boston Rob is worried that the shitters are going to give out and he wants more copper to fix them. <laughs> Yumiko, however, is worried about Kelly uh, and Rob re- reassures her that their best trackers are on it. And then the blacksmith reminds Rob that the whispers could come back at any time. And yep, yeah, you, like you said, healthy. you can understand why this guy is so set on uh, or so fixated on these whispers they killed his wife plus like i can also like you know you got this this blacksmith guy seems like he's a little bit more of a homespun you know like woods wisdom kind of guy and he's got you know like uh the 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 leadership of this place is i don't know what aaron's background is didn't he say he's from vermont 
May? I, I don't know. Maybe. I thought, uh, like, maybe not all, like, I don't know, Vermont's a pretty woodsy place, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, also he could live in a little chalet and be very kind of soft by his stance. And, and, like, these people saying, hey, it could be a coincidence, and you're a guy who's like, look, this tree had no rot in it. Its roots were strong. It wasn't disease. It's not going to fucking blow over. Come on. Yeah. Um, like it could be frustrating to have that kind of inside knowledge and nobody. But on the other hand, I wish they would make these people articulate. Michonne had such a great point about like, okay, you, this is an intolerable situation. What do we do? Cause right. if we go and assassinate one of them and, rep- and or they're just going to unleash the herd on us and mm-hmm. we have no counter for that until Eugene, creates an atomic bomb to, to, <laughs> to get us back on weapons of mass destruction parody. So I'm still waiting fuck. to hear about this other plan that you think you might have, but <laughs> I assume we'll get there. It's coming. It's okay. coming. Um, I hope it's more oh. plausible than an atomic bomb. Yeah. Yeah. I also want to talk more about Connie and Daryl, but I, I guess I, I should save that for a scene later on. Okay. Oh, you think anything's going to come is... of the, the rusty shitters or because that's what took out the kingdom, right? Like, I don't want to forget the kingdom was yeah. brought down by r- rusted shitters, essentially. Yeah, essentially the pipes, pipes, buster and boil, like not being able to keep uh, people warm in the winter, not being able to put out fires in an efficient way. Yeah, is this just I mean, boss around learning from the mistakes of the kingdom or like getting ahead of this stuff? I don't. I don't. That would be like I said, I, I love all of the post-apocalyptic civil engineering that they're doing and encourage encourage more of it. But I don't know. Maybe uh, they'll, they'll be able to spray shit on the whispers. Sure. <laughs> Got trebuchets with with walker heads. You're spraying biological, you know, chemical weapons on them. Uh, mm-hmm. All you got is walkers. We got we got science and engineering that uh, we're going to turn against you. And we got we got so much. We got unlimited supply of shit that we can sling. It's an old, it's an old, it's an old, uh, hominid trick. You know, it's an old, uh, it's true, uh, yeah. primate trick. It's the oldest trick in the book. Flinging poo, right? For sure. That shit. Before we learned to, to sling sticks and stones, we we're flinging shit. It's the so. one thing you've always got on you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. For sure. And it's, it's, you can always make more as long as you're alive. Yep. You're a crap factory. Every one of us. Yeah. yeah. Ultimate weapon. <laughs> uh, you know what's not limitless the supplies that they have in Alexandria uh, and they're mm-hmm. especially not limitless when a quarter of them have been stolen the medical supplies and we see Zeke uh, carrying around this silver tiger that Henry made and he has a coughing fit and sh- shows Sadiq his neck has this huge growth on it it's apparently thyroid cancer his family had it and they beat it but that's back when modern medicine was a thing and that's not the case anymore and we, we kind of get it, this whole thing gets mixed up with Sadiq feeling the pressure of being the most important person in the community and the, the and person that, that everyone looks to. And he's has a condition like I wonder if he's got some kind of like anxiety disorder or prone to panic attacks or or maybe has some underlying psychosis that he was treating, you know, kept under control with medication in the old world. But, you know, they've run out of Eli Lilly ain't, ain't making uh, antidepressants and you know, serotonin uptake inhibitors and all that kind of stuff. So I, I love that they're, they're giving us a little bit more information on that. And then I thought, yeah, like, like Ezekiel talking about like, yeah, I saw my grandfather and mother struggle with this. I'm like, what, but, and then, and like, but they didn't, they didn't, they died because of, and he's like, oh no, they actually won because we used to live in a world of sorcery and witchcraft, which I thought was really cool. (laughs) Right. 98% 
98% chance of beating it. Like there's some cancers like uh, thyroid cancer, prostate cancer that if you catch it early, have a very, very high degree of, of, of survivability. Um, but now, you know, they don't have access to that. And here's where my theory comes in. One of the effective ways to treat these types of cancers is to embed tiny slivers of like weak radiation emitters inside the tumor. Oh, my God. What? And like and we always talked about like this, 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 um, like if there mm-hmm. is some kind of radioactive uh, isotope uh, reactor generator, it's not suitable for making an atomic bomb out of. And it'd be, be dangerous and risky. But like you ca- probably could salvage some kind of radiation to treat the tumor, like like cover everything with lead and just like have him sit by the reactor. Like I, well, that, that's like a. <laughs> just, uh, what did they save Ezekiel with like nuclear medicine? Like that would be radioactive cool, right? topical for this thing. <laughs> just like yeah, I mean, no, or they could a, like here's a, it, the radioactive cream. Put this on twice a day. Maybe there's a way to get at the the radiate radioactive material and like shave little slivers and like in you know embed it and then you got to remove them because obviously you leave those inside the human body when the tumor shrinks it's it's bad news but like I, I, all that right this is a more seems, plausible theory certainly it it is it is I'm sad because I actually really really yeah. started talking myself into loving the mushroom cloud uh, doomsday scenario with the oh, zombies yeah. but uh, and I think Eugene nah. would look good in a cowboy hat riding a bomb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but nuclear medicine might be the the more likely way to go with this. I thought Eugene said it wasn't dangerous, which probably means it wouldn't be a very effective treatment uh for this. I, I don't know, man. Wow. It, it, it okay, so how much medical I mean, training I guess does Sadiq have? Like does he That's a good question. Is he able to treat cancers because i know oncology is a very specific field oh yeah this is this is some high-tech like robot shit that that that, that, but like again i talked myself into (laughs) making a bomb out of this shit so like if sadiq's like you know what i want like i might get cancer like but me me and me and ezekiel are going to like because i i also think that like these things aren't dangerous like i I saw mark watney drive around with this thing in 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 a, a a mars rover to keep him warm right yeah yeah. like they're dangerous like you wouldn't want to like sleep with one for a year but mm-hmm. like short exposure i i wonder if there isn't some way that like sadiq um because clearly this is wearing on him people having problems that he can't solve um you know this god complex that dante seems to be getting off on he's he he's, he's clearly not building him up in the same way um, I wonder if this is a, like an arc for both of them. Like Ezekiel is close to giving up hope. And now we have a lot more of like why he's this close. Mm-hmm. Sadiq seems like he's close to giving up hope. What if this this quest can both give them that shot in the arm, the radiation and the thyroid that they need to see that like it, it would really change. I think that I mean, my God, like um, in terms of post-apocalyptic civilization, this is a hell of a story, right? Yeah. Like. Like like literally rec- reclaiming the days of witchcraft and sorcery. It's, and it's better than the be idea great. that they would hypnotize him into not having cancer. Yeah, acupuncture. Acupr- <laughs> what I mean, the fuck? Might, like he I mean, suggests, look. oh, modern medicine is witchcraft and voodoo. And then Sadiq, the medically trained doctor, comes and says, hey, "Have you tried hypnosis? Have you tried not just I mean, you- just not thinking about your cancer? Maybe it'll go away." Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you like. 
I would say that you're dumb for pursuing that in lieu of, you know, chemotherapy and radiation therapy. But if chemotherapy and radiation is not there and he didn't say cure, he said manage. Okay. Like maybe you can manage your sure. pain with acupuncture. Maybe you can do this or that. Like, fuck it. You know, if, if all you got is alternative medicine, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Rub, rub some bark on it. You know, smoke, smoke some sage. Yeah. Uh, take one million one millionth part uh, zombie blood mix it in with water and inject it into yeah. your scrotum yeah, see if it cupping, helps do some cupping therapy that yeah. what, what what's it's not it's literally not going to hurt it probably so walk on hot coals maybe that'll help i don't know yeah. and, and then the the other thing is like um which seems to be something Sadiq needs to realize about himself is uh, if nothing else, we can always talk to each other about it. That's when this Ezekiel is like not telling anyone about this. He's withdrawing from the people that love him and care about him. Yeah. And that line, like, why are we here if not for each other? It's a great yeah. line. No, that, that's that's the good part of this scene. Um, I also wonder, did the did the. <laughs> medical education program in these communities die with Enid and Denise like it doesn't seem like they're training yeah. new medical personnel they've just got Dante who showed up out of nowhere as best I can tell as this combat medic which is not a doctor like, no, no, I think no. that, like I yeah. thought he was a doctor but like I think he is kind of like maybe the new Enid um, but yeah like they're they're training new blacksmiths and whatnot Right. Um, they should be training way, a lot of medical personnel. We didn't really talk about that, but I thought that's a, a other great. This is a great scene, like uh, King Ezekiel finding the little uh, forged or cast tiger that uh, Henry made for him. Why he's at Hilltop, but didn't get the chance to give it to him because, you know, yeah. that he had just I, I thought that was like a nice little detail, too, that um, was fairly heartwarming. But yeah, yeah, they, they probably should be training some some uh, more medicos. Mm hmm. All right, these survivors that Negan rescued tell him how they survived, and then they go on a walk. The kid, uh, Brandon, wants to follow him and take their stuff. Negan tells him, you know what? Just go home. I don't need you. Kid threatens to tell the others where he is if he goes back, and Negan says, go right ahead, as long as I don't have to see your pasty, creepy-ass face again. I like it. Uh, also, the show introduces yet another variation of Walker terminology, hissers. Oh, we got biters. We got sickos. We got hissers. We got walkers. Hmm. So, so just, just tons of regional variation in what you call zombies. Apparently, the thing I'm really loving is the variations on what the whispers are called. Like skin freaks is maybe my favorite mm. of of mm -hmm. all of the pet names that people have for weirdos and and walkers. Well, whispers is hard to say. It's a little yeah. bit of Worcestershire sauce. Like you get kind of caught in the. <laughs> rrr, yep. rrr, rrr. So, yeah, like skin freaks better than whispers. Mm -hmm. That you and can write that shit in a comic book, but saying it is hard. <laughs> Fair. So then Alpha is training whispers. Excuse me. Skin freaks. Uh, how to skin some walkers for their masks. Careful now. The ears are tricky. They always are. Don't I know it? Uh, Alpha has a plan to kill the communities by a thousand cuts and one of the others voices their descent and they're killed by at least four cuts. Sweet. I, I like this because it's like um, I thought it's like, oh, here's Alpha being Alpha and she's crazy. But at the end when she says, well, you said you wanted another guardian. I'm like, oh, that's I, I don't know. Like every time I think that she's being a little cliche or boring, like there's just that little extra 
like rational insanity that, mm-hmm. hey, I'm making a I'm making a point to my people and I'm also not, you know, not adding or losing. This guy's worthless and stupid and I'm not losing any guardians. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty slick. I don't know. She might be starting to lose gamma. I'm not sure. There's there's some weird stuff happening with oh, her. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Like that's 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 tough. And the thing is, is Alpha kind of losing herself. You know, that was like the point they made yeah. a couple episodes back when she's making that shrine to her daughter. Like this is and and her bullshit. Like let's pick it a vote. Oh, there's democracy <laughs> for right. you. Like, I mean, no, that's dictatorship for you. And when she says, "When this collapses, the smartmans smart ones will know where it comes, where they to go to feel safe, and they smash cut the gamma. Gamma's a smart one, and I think she's going to figure out that there is a place to go to feel safe, and it's it's not here. Yeah. Uh, I think Alpha v- greatly underestimates how appealing and how successful her strategy is, mm-hmm. but that's what a lot of the the great cult leaders do. So, all right, Negan hangs out with the survivor kid Milo. And explains both flying in an airplane and nut tapping and says, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you to Alexandria where you guys could be safe. All right. So so Negan catches himself here. Here is a little bit of like what the fuck sort of inconsistency. Negan catches himself saying, hey, uh, you could be my co-pilot. Oh, wait, shit. You don't know what a co-pilot is. You've never been in a plane. Proceeds to tell the kid about nut tapping. All right, maybe the kid knows what nuts are. Maybe he's hanging around people who use the slang nuts. Then Negan goes on to say, you don't have to get all roided up to get into the Hall of Fame. The kid doesn't know what roids and Hall of Fame are. If he doesn't know what an airplane, a co-pilot is on an airplane, he doesn't know what the Hall of Fame is. Come on. Yeah, but I I guess... Writing's a little sloppy in this scene. It would have been a good opportunity to say, oh shit, I'm... I actually can't relate to any of the people who have grown up in this thing anymore. And you could have done something serious with it. Don't get me wrong. It's a fun hmm. scene, but could have done more. Yeah. Yeah. I think honestly, the only one I have a problem with is Roy because like Hall of Fame, the kid knows like, oh, there's a Hall of Fame like that. Like if you're just like this older man who seems very impressive and just saved your ass from zombies and he's taking a personal interest in you. Like I've been the kid in that situation and I'm only following like every third word the person saying, but I don't want to be like, huh, I have no sure, fucking sure. like I don't want to look stupid in front of this person who's taking a shine to me. Well, it's so, like Negan think, caught himself on the first one. He didn't catch himself. Yeah, on the others. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he got. Yeah, yeah. And I, I feel like the roid is the roided up is the only thing that like, yeah, probably because everything else is context clues and stuff. But roided up is like, yeah, that's yeah, I don't know. But uh yeah. I don't know. It's just it's a funny it's a scene, scene because he's clearly clearly got like Carl in his eyes uh, sights. Um, this kid is no Carl, wonder, but OK, yeah, he's no Carl. But I wonder why is he want to take him to the hilltop instead of Alexandria? The annual nut tapping contest. I don't know. <laughs> hilltop hosts the annual nut tapper. Yeah. Yeah. He knows this kid's got the meaty fingers. Oh, yeah. Uh yeah, them, them, them fucking sausage fingers. He's he's nut slapping left, right, and center. Uh, really, that's really a good prime. question. Maybe maybe well, he to knows keep that it a so whole... that they it'll be harder to tell uh, the community who have rescued him. Could be, or Negan might know that the hilltop's got a rampant punk ass teenage problem, teenage boy problem. Need needs a needs nut tap nut regulator. Taps. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Negan, creating nut tap warriors and sending them off to roam the countryside. He's got to come in there like that. <laughs> Regulate. Regulate. <laughs> Who needs taps? Comes in through the gates. All uh, right. Uh, 
yeah, fun scene. I liked it. But uh, Gamma continues to dam up the creek and brutally murders Walker while thinking about Alpha. She also cuts herself, and Aaron takes that moment to give her a bandage and introduce himself, and she takes the bandage and runs off. Aaron is from Vermont. I wrote that in my notes. Okay. Um, but yeah, what do you think Aaron's doing here? Doing a little bit of know, uh, winning hearts and minds? It, mm, that doesn't sound like Aaron. It's, it seems more He's, likely that Aaron is trying to find Alpha so that he can deal with Alpha. But wouldn't you wouldn't you take her hostage? She's on your land. Like, what is fucking Alpha going to say? Like, hey, I caught this person poisoning our water. This is a clear yeah. violation. Now, it's a hollow threat because mm-hmm. Alpha's got the nuke, you know? Right. Uh, and ask, they already have a hostage, given, her daughter. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't ask, know that ask any do given. Yeah. Ask any given like third world country how, how fun it is to negotiate with the. <laughs> first world country that has nukes and shit but yeah yeah I, I wonder and like that seemed like to be the standing order like so it's like you got all these people that that's one of the problems you got all this it's a small enough community that some people just decide to do whatever the fuck they want and I feel like yep. that's Aaron I wonder if he'll tell people that he actually saw this one and tried to do this thing and I doubt it seriously but it's an it. interesting develop it's an interesting development mm-hmm. alright uh dog Daryl's dog finds Kelly sitting by a tree. She's not eaten, but she is in bad shape. Kelly gives Magna the okay to tell Daryl about a stash that they've got in the woods. And then Daryl gives him some grief about stealing before Connie decides to take the supplies back, uh, you know, and then just tell him they found him in the woods. Uh, yep. I, I don't know if there's a ton to say about this scene. It just tells us that Magna has been stealing supplies. So the shitty kid comes back. Negan fanboy. Uh, assuming that Negan was testing him and he kills Milo and his mother. So Negan murders him with a rock and then he picks up the baseball bat, Lucille and jacket and walks off. Mm-hmm. Je- Je- yeah. Jeffrey Dean Morgan in this scene is so good. Like when he sees what this kid's done and his face just turns here, it's yeah. That look into the camera, especially right when he says, and it's also kind of like a literal destruction of his former self. Oh, now, I don't know. Literal. I, I don't know what's going on with him, you know, what he does past this. But like, yeah, when the kid screams yeah. like I am Negan and just that's when he gets him with the rock. Like, that's literally that's yep. Luke Skywalker confronting himself in the cave at Dagobah and slaying him. Right. For uh, sure. Like, like there's this like slaying of his dark side. But it's confused uh, or at least I'm confused because then he picks up the jacket. He, he puts it on. He picks up the bat and he walks off like Negan's back. But also he's just murdered Negan. So I. Uh, yeah, is, he, is he trying to take these things to a place where he can be recognized as, you know, this guy, but not the same guy? Like, well, I wonder because, like, I don't think the the zombie people know about him. He might actually be thinking, "I'm just going to like, you know, the, I this this is not how Alexandrians look. This is not how the hilltop people look. I'm just some wandering survivor, and if I can get an audience with Alpha and just beat their, her brains out, and they kill me, but that's going to be worth it." Because yeah, like that makes sense. They they need a guy like I think Negan that's what he's go going for and protect this community. Um, and yeah, he knows he's like he's, he's the only it. one. He's the outsider uh, that has yeah. no connection to it. They can't possibly blame the Alexandrians. Um, I don't know if it like, will yeah. all rationally work out. And like if bait, if this guy kills him, does Beta decide? Well, you know, what to change his complete foreign policy as, as far as Hilltop and Alexandria and Oceanside. But like 
I can see Negan in this moment of desperation, confusion, thinking this is all I'm good for. I'm very good at this. I can if I can, if I can just get me close enough to this, this alpha, I'll bash her brains in. And yeah. there you go. Um, I, I, I could definitely see him doing that. It's worth uh, a shot. It doesn't seem irrational. like he's sacrificing yeah. himself for the good of the community, which is very not Negan like. And to do it with the Negan persona and the Negan swagger is kind of delicious. I, I, I sort of love that. Um, yeah. can't, can't explain why, but it, it just makes a ton of sense to me. Mm-hmm. All right. Sadiq's talking to Dante on the radio. He says he's coming back tonight. And then he has to speak with Carol and they pull the old switcheroo. Zeke sits down. Sadiq leaves. Zeke, uh, however, turns off the radio before Carol has a chance to get on. This is, yeah, this is bad, right? This is what? This is bad. Like, you, you don't want to see Zeke doing this because he's not in a good headspace here. He's very fatalistic. Like, I could see him being like, well, why am, what am I going to do? Pull on Carol's heartstrings hey i'm dying come say goodbye to me then what like i i mean he's in a he's clearly in a very dark place here so oh, yeah. like I, I i i dig it it seems a very human thing to do and also like what also like the other thing is the risk of failure like what if carol's like i don't care because <laughs> yeah. he knows that she just wanted to get away and like doesn't doesn't make a point to like reunite with him when she comes off the boat like he could be very afraid to like what if I put my thyroid swollen neck out there and then she's just like, I don't care. Like I, that's the one thing that would kill, kill him. Right. Sure. Besides the thyroid cancer. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't strike me. I don't see Carol doing that, but then again, she I, isn't like super warm and cordial when she returns. So maybe. Plus, she almost provoked an all out war that these communities can't win. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think she's I think she's kind of back to like old Carol in the cabin kind of stayed a fuck away from me. I don't yeah. I just murdered, you know, that's like when 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 Carol gets stressed, like when she's forced to murder children, when she's forced to exile people when she's forced to like do these very st- strong, um, grueling things like her reaction is just to get the fuck away from me without much, much thought to it. So. Yeah. Um, I do think that if Ezekiel died and she didn't know about it, she would probably feel bad about it. But mm-hmm. I could see I see I can see Ezekiel being afraid of this worst case scenario happening. But clearly him losing his nerve. I mean, everybody who hasn't been there, like, you know, try to get up a yeah. nerve to call, call a girl you like or a boy you like, whatever the case may be. And you, you and that's without all the history behind it, too. So, yeah. All right, let's take a quick break and then we'll continue. All right, we're back. Yumiko starts asking about the stash they found in the woods, which leads to a conversation about what she thinks of Magna. And we find out that Magna went to prison for killing some guy. I, I think so. So there's a lot of subtlety around like the language they use here. But mm. uh, I think what happened is Magna killed a guy as revenge for killing her young cousin. Or molesting her like it could be some other violation. But yeah, she, the way she says like he get he gets to go on living is i mean i could say that like if someone molested uh my i know that's what i mean it's like and then gets off on some kind of technical or even just goes to prison like this is kind of uh, time to kill you know uh what was that uh, samuel jackson yes i killed them and i hope they burn in hell like i i (laughs) yeah i can get that seems like a rational i don't think it's i mean like obviously i don't i don't support vigilantism and and taking that shit in your own hands but like 
the impulse totally understandable that's the thing and i think the the thing she's not uh understanding here is there's a difference between killing for by choice and killing for survival and you have to make a distinction between the killing she did in this society right we live in a fucking society and the killing that they're doing to survive the apocalypse that's those are two fundamentally different things in my opinion mm-hmm. uh and she's back in a society right and those rules now apply again and i think she's having a hard time adjusting to that and just i don't know the the her attitude seems to be everybody hates me and mm-hmm. i'm and if everybody's going to hate me then i'm just going to just i'm going to do me um and i'm going to yeah. be selfish and i'm going to be stupid like she says cuz yeah the, the her behavior is yeah undermining the community that she is a part of now yeah and it's weird because like i'm on board i'm a little bit like a i could understand from magnus perspective where she could feel that the her relationship with Yo, uh, um, Yomika is patronizing and kind of paternal. Like, I know best. I'm the good upstanding one. You're this mm-hmm. and you're that. And like, that could great. But on the other hand, like also Miko is trying to be very diplomatic um, um, and trying to like broach this thing between them. And Magnus got the shitty like, let's come out and say it. You think I stole? Well, you fucking did steal. I know. Fuck you, Magna. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, like you did. You did betray the community. Like, what? what's this? Oh, God. It's, Why it's, is it wrong it's to think something that's true of someone? <laughs> yeah. That's what I don't understand. Yeah. And, and even if it's not true, like you have to grant that you are the loose cannon that does mm-hmm. stuff that affects our whole group. That was like your whole goddamn arc last season. Yeah. So like, even if it's the one time you were innocent, like I think the like a reasonable person. But, you know, again, like there's also this whole room because I don't know the whole backstory here, but clearly, I mean, I, I would bet. I mean, I could abide that Magna is from, a you know, some some disadvantage um, background, uh, maybe doesn't have all the great breaks in life that would allow someone to like soberly and calmly analyze situations and do the right thing and is distrustful towards people and like all that other stuff. And it's a hard time, the hard place to learn and grow in the zombie apocalypse. But holy shit, still still uh it's it's a lot it's it's a bit much it's a bit much yeah like you i'm not saying like the killing that she did before was necessarily wrong i think Mm -hmm. it was it was there are consequences for that choice in that society and there are consequences for the choices she's making now and if people find out about this who aren't part of her quote-unquote family there are going to be you know, there's going to be consequences that she has to face. And part of that might be getting her whole family kicked out of the larger community here, the safety net. Yeah. I, Cause they're, that's the other thing they're dealing stupid. with. Like, like if, if everything turned to worm, worm turns on like Negan and Lydia, like the way these kind of reactionary movements go, it's like, if you do that and you're still having problems with outside agents, you keep on rolling down. Like, well, who's the other newcomers who are causing us problems. All these, right. like, you know, everything was going fine until these people showed up. Like, that's why these kind of reactionary things are dangerous in your society, because, like, turns out the blacksmith is right. But what mm-hmm. if he's wrong? What yeah. if this was all this happenstance because of the satellite and all that stuff? And you've got both sides ramping up the war for no damn good reason. Right. Um, and, and you're turning on each other. You're turning on. It's it's a dangerous situation. And Magnus is playing a dangerous game in this environment. Dangerous at any time. 
Yeah. Uh, but like now, especially when you got this kind of almost xenophobic reactionary streak going through the different communities, uh, it could be it could be bad. Uh, so we go back to the whispers where Gamma shows Alpha the bandage that Aaron gave her in a repeat of the mask talk that Michonne and Zeke had with a slight twist. Uh, Alpha tells Gamma all about the masks we wear and that it might be time to wear another. She says Aaron could be useful. So yeah, I, I think you were you're right on about them potentially trying to bring Aaron into the fold, manipulate him a little bit, use him as a tool to undermine the communities. The thing is, is like, I don't know, maybe I, but I got the clear implication that Alpha thinks that Gamma is going to seduce Aaron. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I got, but she's bark, <laughs> she's barking up the wrong tree if she's thinking she's going to wear that particular mask. Oh, um, yeah. It could just be, I, I think that's the way Alpha thinks, but, um, I mean, she cleaned up pretty well when she came to the, the Ren Fair. I guess Thora Birch would clean up pretty well. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Um, maybe. That, that yeah, seems like a long shot. Well, I, but I don't, she doesn't, I don't, she doesn't know that Aaron's gay is what uh, I was getting at. Sure. But like, so that would be hilarious if that's how uh, Thora Blurst is going to approach oh this, try to like shine him up that way. But it could just be that like, send Beta in um, there. <laughs> you might be interested. Butch, Butch Beta coming in. That's, that's uh, Aaron's weak spot. Although like um, Eric is, is uh, his husband, you know, he was just kind of like a dude. I don't think he's. Yeah. Yeah, I know you're also dude. not not being not being uh, uh, literally. I'm not trying to say he likes like bears. I'm just of, saying, you know, he likes yeah. dudes. Uh, they got they got a dude who's uh, he's not he, bear. He's like, is there a Jason type? I'm sure there is. Yeah, <laughs> I like the hulking, unkillable beast type. You know, uh, I want to be. Yeah, I want to be. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, they could be that like they, they could go that. And I think that would be that's plausible and be hilarious. Um and like it's it's the perfect it's Aaron's the perfect counter weapon to that. But it could be that she's mean like, hey, just appeal to his humanity, take advantage of his humanity. Um, right. You know, exactly that 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 also like the the spider and the web trap kind of a symbolism they used earlier in the episode makes me think that like this could backfire. Aaron could get captured, taken hostage and, you know, then then what? I, I, I think it's going to be more man. insidious than that. I don't think it's going to be. They take him hostage and and use him as as that kind of pawn. I think they're more yeah. going to manipulate him into making mistakes or or driving wedges between the the people in the communities, right? Because he's already doing that. And I mm. obviously Alpha's not going to know that, but using him as that kind of tool would be pretty effective. Uh, yeah, he seems to have no problems driving wedges between people. Yeah. So like as a cat is like it's like a it's a double agent. I think that's yeah. I, it's kind of like it'd be fascinating to see this kind of like agent double agent. Do you think Aaron will say to the group what's happening here? Because like that's the thing is Gamma came right and fessed no. right up like, hey, this guy gave me the bandage and stuff. I think, yeah, I think Aaron's going to like try to pull. So I, I don't know. I think he but wants I, to I operate Aaron, with a little more latitude and Michonne wouldn't really. Uh, Michonne wouldn't approve no. this, I don't think. Well, she would. She would just want to capture. I think like they, their thing is like yeah. if we catch them on our, we want to capture them and use them and in, in some kind of like leverage kind of way, which is also not the best way to deal with Alpha. Because like if your daughter, if her daughter's not doing it, uh, capturing Gamma ain't going to do it either. I, right. Um, that's why I'm thinking like hostage is not. I don't think that's Michonne's move. I think Michonne really doesn't want to piss Alpha off, and yeah. her really. The only move she mm-hmm. has is to placate Alpha by, you know, not killing the whispers when they're around, just capturing them, 
maybe turning them loose later on, uh, sending them back to Alpha because, yeah, if she starts killing people or taking hostages, it's just going to piss her off and then she'll use the nuke. Yeah. If if we take the nuke off the table, I'm wondering if there's a way that they could do another. Because they already had the idea that like um, a forest fire might disable a lot of these zombies or make them so like I might not kill them, but it'd make them so degraded that they're useless as an attack force. Mm-hmm. Um, what if the Alexandrians like they, they pre cleared some forests, they pre broke some fires on their own land and led the the uh, whispers into that into a trap and then set just a massive forest fire. Yeah. That'd be pretty effective. It's got to be something. Although I think they're gearing up that we're just going to have this big giant medieval. It's going to be like fucking the end of Lord of the Rings, man. It's going to be return yeah. of the King with the, the one city on the hill going, you know, fighting all these dark beasts with trebuchets and, sh- and so- shiny swords and shit. Like <laughs> that sounds pretty, that sounds pretty rad too. Yeah. Um, or army I, of darkness I, when they fight off the skeleton yeah. army. That's yeah. 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 Kind of shit. I, that's, that's uh i i could yeah i could that that could be cool too yeah all right daryl's leaving to escort sadiq back to alexandria and connie thanks him for keeping magna and kelly's secret okay prediction time something Mm -hmm. happens to them on the road there's no way it doesn't they're leaving in the middle of the Mm -hmm. night why they've never done this before they always say we'll wait till morning and we'll head out daryl and sadiq are leaving right now in the middle of the night under darkness why does Daryl's bike have a headlight? Probably. I mean, it could be that. And then Daryl's like a fucking super badass. Um, I but you, you might be right here. A bad idea, and I think the show is setting us up for the you know Daryl and Sadiq road trip. It, it, look, everybody needs a little Daryl wisdom from time to time. Connie got it this episode. Sadiq's getting the next episode. You know, Carol got it. Everybody needs it. Yeah, I need you it. You might be right. Uh, what I want to talk about is like, where do you think Connie and Daryl stand relationship wise? Because they were holding hands this episode. Uh, C- Connie explicitly said, you and me are family, which mm-hmm. I thought. And I, I thought that Connie has taken a shine to Daryl, too. But I th- but we've always seen Daryl like over the years as kind of being like this. He's had several opportunities to. Yeah get with ladies you know going back to beth going back to carol carol still teases him to about that to this day like they could have been this they could have been that and he's always been nah nah we know that he's been traumatized as a young maybe he um of course you can also just be asexual for any damn Mm -hmm. reason you know it could just be the way you are um could also be a result of trauma um i thought he looked very uncomfortable when you know he had a smile on his face but like it was kind of like he didn't know what to say back it's like someone saying and do you think i, I felt that, i read that more as like he's not comfortable with protecting the Magna. lie yeah um, yeah the lie that he's got to tell <laughs> yeah they, they have be really too. been slow playing this relationship if if there is a romantic relationship budding there they're really slow playing it which makes sense for you know a guy who seems as disinterested in romance as daryl does and it could all be platonic. I mean, people hold yeah. hands and hug and, and even especially cuddle and when stuff their friends in platonic are in trouble, ways. Right? Especially when friends, especially in these kinds. But like, also, I wonder if, uh, you know, Daryl could decide to try, try, try a relationship. You know, what the fuck? It's been been years. Maybe yeah. he's um, gotten if it was something about like trauma and like protecting himself. Maybe he's ready to take that chance. Uh, I think they'd be a cute couple. Um, and I definitely get the idea from Connie that she's, she's, she likes Daryl. 
She yeah. likes likes Daryl. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean they, they, Cooper, they played that I up like a little like bit yeah. a couple yeah. episodes ago. Right. Yeah, uh, it's a good question. And I, I, I feel good about where they are right now. And I would also feel good about them getting together. And so I think that's a, probably the best thing you could say about a TV yeah. relationship is, yeah, they're, they're doing this one right. It's a tricky, it's a tricky uh, ship name because if you go with Connie Daryl and it's, it's a uh, Carol, mm-hmm. well, we already got a Carol. So you got to go with Donnie. Oh, then I'm just thinking the of Donnie ship. Yeah, it's uh yeah. I'm I'm thinking Steve. I'm thinking Steve Buscemi. I'm yeah. thinking no, nothing I can conjure uh, up in my head with the name Donnie is very good. And apologies to any Dons and Donalds out there. Donald Glover, oh, yeah. but he doesn't go as Donnie. He's not nah, Donnie Glover. It's Donald yeah. Donald Glover. Um, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> I think Donnie, that guy used to call in in the Bob and Tom show. You remember Don Don Don? It's Donnie Baker, everybody. Hey. State law, look it up. Like, yeah, it's like I don't have a lot of like historical good experiences with that. So, like, yeah, maybe we'll just workshop that a little bit. We can we can do something with Dixon, and we'll find out Connie's last name. Maybe there's a good Dix. That's not. We're off to a good start, though. To- yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a linguist. It's a linguistic minefield we're walking into, Jim. <laughs> uh, and finally, the last scene of the episode is Negan taking Lucille out for a test drive. Well. Sort of. He he wants Beta to find him, which is exactly what happens. He go, he yeah. just goes in the woods shouting, "Come on!" Come and it's me. it's cool. It's cool. It's like, oh, yeah, you afraid of the big bad wolf? I'm going to huff, whack. I'm going to puff, whack. And then of course Beta finds him. Um, I, I'm. I, this is a pretty cool cliffhanger because I, I think we've we've pretty much discussed all the possibilities of what he might be doing here. But like, what he hopes to achieve versus what he'll actually achieve. Um, is going to be interesting because they, mm-hmm. they clearly they're not, they can't pop off the all out war. It's in the middle of the season. Still, we're, we're still a ways away from the break. We're still really far away from the season finale. Yeah. Um, which they hinted like, you know, we, we, I know enough that like one of the reasons they delayed that final episode is because they needed to have like mass scenes of people moving around and they couldn't do it during the, you know, their, their outbreaks of the virus. So, Maybe that's some meta gaming knowledge, but yeah, I I'm trying to think of like, you know, how of course I, I the other thing is like maybe Negan doesn't survive. Yeah, uh, it's possible. I mean Jeffrey yeah. Dean Morgan is a like we said, a big actor and he's been on the show for a long time now. So he's so good at it though. Mm-hmm. He's just so good at doing this thing and like giving that was my complaint about Negan is like he's a good character, but like they stretched that part of Negan out so long that he got his shtick got old. Yeah. Um this like anti Negan stuff is really still interesting and fascinating material that I've uh, still have a lot of appetite for. So I hope I hope hope hopefully not. But like it's hard to believe that he's going to like they're going to get him in there and then they're going to let him go. Or is like right. is or I wonder if there's alpha gives everyone that they because like one chance is like you can join you can join our group and wear the skins or not. And he'll just like start like trying to infiltrate them that way. That would be kind of interesting. But oh, the idea I want to see gonna... Negan come back as a whisperer to Alexandria. Yeah. Yeah. And, and turn the tide in a critical moment. Sure. The Alpha would be fascinated by it because he's so strong. Mm-hmm. You know, she loves like and, and he's a survivor. And like, I can see her eating this stick up and also another way to fracture the relationship between her and Beta. Because like Negan's a straight up upgrade as far as I'm concerned. Sure. Um, maybe he's slightly less fearsome and strong than Beta, but he's a yeah. hell of a lot smarter, I think. Um, yeah. Or yeah, I, 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 it's. But it's yeah, hard to believe that this is going to go 
Like he's just gonna not gonna walk up and just bash her in the face, or I don't know. Yeah, yeah if I, I he don't does think that, the thing dead. that takes out Alpha is gonna be Negan. Let's just say that. A little anticlimactic. Yeah. Uh, well, the the whisper, but that's the thing is like the whisper threat doesn't end if if Alpha dies. True. You know, like it could just be a you just goes well, just we just go straight like Alpha dies, we go straight to the nuke option. Uh-huh. You yeah, know, it seems like this. that's what would happen. Fuck this death by a thousand cuts. We're just going to go right for the, the population center. And but but Alpha also like we didn't talk about this, but her being cagey about this, she wants more recruits. Mm-hmm. So like maybe she has a process like involving the, the isolating people in the deep place and blast an easy street at them or whatever the whisper equivalent is until yeah. she brainwashes them into compliance. Because it's just the other it's thing is like easy street. Easy as one, two, three. <laughs> it's very Soto. Oh yeah, uh, just ASMR uh, to Easy Street. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. But you know, like that's the thing is, like, also she's very clearly has a bunch of people in the the her her herd that are like barely on board with her bullshit. You know, like we've seen so many. She's had to kill like three of them. Uh, so like True. she might have a huge tolerance for. Hey, I understand that my way of life ain't for everybody, but you're going to wear the mask and we'll see how it goes. Keep an eye on you. See how it goes. Uh, so, yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm really interested to see where they go with this because I don't want Negan to go. And I just also Negan, like he's such a speaking of a crap factory, the stuff that comes out of his mouth, like he's he won't be a, he, like he'll, he'll have this rough adjustment of like mouthing <laughs> off and making oh, fun of yeah. beta. And yeah. It's, it's there's a lot of entertaining possibilities here. He would make a terrible whisperer, uh, which is why I want to see it. Yeah. All right. That's it for the episode and for our podcast. Yeah, that's that's it. This episode. I'm very curious to see what happens next week. Uh, of course, if you'd like to give us feedback, you can do so. Watching dead at baldmove.com. Uh, we're going to consider that at the halfway season point, I believe still. Um, we got a little bit of that saved up and also every week we are now live streaming our podcast, uh, on twitch.tv slash bald move. And we can currently run stereo.com slash bald move for people to want to send immediate feedback there. Um, uh, so either way it's, it's, it's a good time, uh, use ease either to get, uh, your, um, thoughts to us. I forget if we talked about this last week, but it's our, it's our intention to be ready for walking dead season 11 whenever it comes out and like the earliest Mm -hmm. it can come out we should be able to finish just finish season 10 not the bonus episodes but should be able to just finish season 10 by the earliest it can return and and uh, we'll figure out what to do with the bonus episodes and i think we have like a week gap maybe two week gap if it's delayed any longer then that just gives us more options to deal with the bonus episodes but we are going to cover the walking dead new season live probably be doing live watches. We're probably going to be doing instant takes and, and instant talks and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, uh, hopefully people are, are get, get caught up and excited because the final season, the walking dead is about to come back and uh, we should be ready for it. So uh, leave us feedback, come back next week to talk more walking dead. We'll see you then until then I'm Aaron and I'm Jim. Jim.